welcome to Put a Cork in It, where two friends talk about things you do and probably don't care about. I'm Monica. And I'm Austin. And we hope that listening to even one second of this podcast will make your day just a little bit better. So whether you're about to take a nice walk, driving on the highway, or you're simply just laying in your bed, come along and join us for the next few minutes on Put a Cork in It. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another week of your favorite podcast ever, Put a Cork in It. Um, let's just get this out of the way in the beginning. Go ahead and go follow us right now if you don't. Um, put a cork in it official on Instagram. We don't really blow up your feed. I wouldn't say we're super, um, we're not like a super obvious presence on Instagram, but I feel like we're the perfect amount. So really that's the most amazing type of Instagram account to follow if you ask me. Someone who's present but not too present. But anywho, if you do follow us on our Instagram you saw a story up this week that said there was a, a guest host this week. Um, as you all know, Austin is in Arizona living his best life. We're all so happy for him. And it gave me the opportunity to bring on a guest host. And, you know, it wasn't hard to decide. I, I didn't go to a list of new people. I just went to a tried and true person that I knew would be fun, entertaining, maybe a little bit controversial, which is our favorite combo here on the podcast. So without further ado, most of you probably guessed it. I brought on Sam McGroff today to do a little Q&A with ourselves, um, asking some crazy questions and hopefully it'll be entertaining. Sam, how's it going? Come on, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Um, that was such an honoring intro. I don't feel deserving of the title co-host and I wish Austin were here but I am happy to be here and I hope he's having an amazing trip you know we all wish he was here but I think it'll be a good mix-up for this week you know and maybe he'll kick me out one week it'll be great yeah so Sam and I don't really have a strict topic we we kind of wanted to mix it up because no real topic um came to mind that we thought we could really jazz about in terms of conversation. So we decided to do our own research through you guys answering the Instagram question of just what questions do you have, but also doing our own internet research to look up some questions that would really um, hopefully be entertaining to listen to as you're on your drive or walk or whatever you're doing. So welcome to Sam and Mon's Q&A. It's going to be an amazing time. Um, I think that we should maybe start off with Let's start off with one that's a little bit simple. Okay, let's not stress ourselves out on the first one. Yeah, and I yeah. think you found this one, Sam, on the internet. We'll do a little mixture. So first we'll start with the internet, then we'll go to the story responses, which is fur or scales all over your body? Yeah. Um, do you want me to go first? You seem a little scared. Well, I think both are kind of repulsing, if we're being honest. Here's my thing though. You basically have fur all over your body anyway. So I would go with fur. Yeah, I would also go with fur um, because I feel like scales would be so uncomfortable. Fur would maybe be cozy. Like you're always wearing a blanket. <laughs> I think that's true. No, that's a really good point. Please ask yourself um, with us, what would you do? Scales or fur? If that was a choice by chance. Okay, let's move on. This is one that got very, very juicy replies out of Sam and I when we were doing our research and just reading the replies. Um, what quote that people say is complete BS 
that you just don't understand why they say it because when you really think about it, it doesn't make sense. Um, Sam, I'm going to let you go first this time. It seemed that you had a passion for this question. Well, just something that I've been hearing a lot lately is people saying it is what it is. It is what it is. And I just feel like that is a BS quote because when people say that, it's always at the end of like, oh my gosh, I'm so upset about this. This is the worst, but you know, it is what it is. No, you really care. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? I think when you say it is what it is after something really sad, you're basically just wanting someone to say, oh, are you sure? Like, it's almost like a, it's almost self-deprecating. Yes. It's such yeah. yes, but I mean, we're all guilty of it, but I feel like I've been hearing it so much lately and I'm like, no, it, it isn't just what it is. You're right. It's honestly a stupid phrase because it, it's going to be the same thing, no matter what, if you can't change it, then what's the point of even saying it is what it is? Cause right. that's obvious. Right. Anyway. Yeah. That gets me a little <clears throat> choked up now that I think about it. Um, for me, my least favorite phrase is well to each their own. Mm. And it just feels like a slap in the face of, mm -hmm. well, your idea is stupid. The way you do that is dumb, but go ahead and do it because mm -hmm. you're an idiot. It's just very, very rude. It's like, I couldn't agree with you more, but go ahead. Or couldn't dis <laughs> could not disagree with you more, but go ahead. Yeah, it's evil. Why don't you just say, hey, Sherlock, that's a stupid idea. Don't do it. Instead of, Mm -hmm. like it's almost like you're saying something like that in that in that tone of voice of like go ahead stupid you know yes yes it's condescending and it's rude it's evil okay evil. evil might be a little extreme I don't know why that word is coming to mind okay this is one that was from Halloween I don't know you know spooky spooky vibes okay this is something that Rebecca Burnham sent into the podcast you know, we won't give everyone a shout out, but Rebecca deserves one because she's been a fan since the beginning. And she so had her, a hedgehog at one point too. And she did have a hedgehog, which did have its eyes removed, but is still living a life, which is just either inspirational or bizarre, maybe a combination of both. But here we go. Rebecca's question was, are video games a red flag? Now, she gave no context to this, as she probably knew that I would know what she is trying to say. In terms of a relationship, and you know, maybe girls are into gaming. Okay, actually, let's put it both ways. Wow. I think in a relationship, this is about guys. Guys, if like, are playing too many video games, is that a red flag? But I think the equivalent for girls is if they're on their phone too much. If they're obsessed with social media, is that a red flag? Oh my gosh, we were just talking about this. What the game what are we saying? Video game equivalent is for girls. And I was like, maybe social media, but guys kind of do that. Oh, I think it is. Okay, cool. So anyways, um, here's the thing. I personally never really dated someone that put video games above me, but I knew they were really into them. Like they'd be like, hey, I'm going to play video games for a few minutes. I'll text you later. And I'd be like, cool. Like, I don't really care. But it wasn't to the point where I was like, hey, I forgot to reply to you for three days because I was playing video games. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like a different yeah. vibe. So I would say it's not a red flag if 
depending on how much they're playing them. Also, I'm going to say it, if they're playing them alone, like they don't even know the people they're playing with online, that feels scary to me. I think they have to at least have a community that they're playing video games with. Okay. That's interesting. I feel like it can't, like, I, like you're saying, I don't think it's automatically a red flag. Like if you play video games, red flag, I think it can be though. And I think it can be for girls too, because if you're spending too much time in some virtual reality, that's just weird. And like, that could be like through social media or through video games. And like, you're saying, like, you never dated someone that put video games above you. Like, I don't even care. Like if you're putting them above me, like on days when we're not hanging out, if you're playing video games for eight hours a day, that's just weird. Even if, I, even if like me, I'm not in the equation, like that is just weird. If you spend all your free time playing video games. Yeah. There's no way to cut it. It's freaking weird. If half your day is spent playing video games, yeah. but like, that's a thing, but I think oh, it's a very, sure. it's a very understated thing. Like, I think that a lot of our guy friends probably play video games a lot more than we know. Oh, for sure. I'm already like regretting my words right now because I feel like I sounded really harsh But all I'm saying is I hope that you have more going on in your life that you don't feel like you can play video games all day, every day. Story of my life, Sam. Well, like, you know, everyone loves to unwind, scroll through Instagram kind of thing. And like for guys, if that's how they want to unwind, play an hour of video games, I think that's great. But if, yeah, you get the gist. Right. But to go back to what you said about might be regretting what you said, that's the story of my life on this podcast. You eat your words every so often and you just got to go with it. I think with girls, how you know a girl is too into Instagram. Ooh, Monica, think, because I don't want to say something I'm going to regret. Here's what I'll, I'll stop here. I recently was chatting with a friend and she was showing me her um, brother's new girlfriend she was like, I feel like the last thing she posted is really weird, but I'd love your opinion. I said, cool, show me what's up. This girl went to a pumpkin patch with her boyfriend, AKA my friend's brother, okay. and posted six selfies of herself at the pumpkin patch, like a swipe oh. post. Okay. And the last, the last post was with the boyfriend. Okay. And to me, that is a May day they are way too into their Instagram feed because first of all, I think it's weird to do a swipe post of like 10 pictures of yourself anyway. Like no one needs to see that many different angles of you. Maybe two, if you're really feeling yourself. Right. Oh yeah. I, I would say that's a red flag. I would agree. For sure. So anyway, I'm going to, let's just get off our soapbox there. We'll keep, we'll keep the ball yeah, rolling. That, that's as much, that's as much as I'd like to say on that topic. I, I agree. I'm restraining. Okay. So then, um, this is a lighthearted one. I wonder if we're going to have the same answer, Sam. Okay. Um, what movie, so you can't say the office, what movie can you watch and never get tired of? Mm. Mm, will you go first? I have two. Okay. My first one would be She's the Man. So good. Because it has the mixture of romance, drama, comedy, action. Like, it's everything. Yeah. Uh, But the second one that's a little bit more sappy is The Holiday. The Holiday. Both of those are 
phenom movies. Oh, I don't. What did you say this weekend for me? What you said? You said some this weekend. Movies? Yeah. I would say for me, the holiday is not one that I like couldn't get sick of because you really have to pay attention. Okay, let's put it in reverse for a second. For context, everyone, Sam is hard to watch movies with that have like a flipping like back in time or to 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 different characters like when a movie doesn't stay on the same characters the whole time and has different storylines homegirl is it's it's tough and I do prepare myself and answer questions and pause the movie and try to keep her involved but wow, it is tough. So I would say, yeah, the holiday is not one for you, sister. Wow. I love the movie, but I have to pay attention. Even though I've seen it, I know what's going to happen. You have to be alert or it's not enjoyable. But you um, understand why that's weird because you've already seen it. Yeah. No, I know why it's weird. I, I, I hear you loud and clear. Um, she's the man would for sure be one of those for me. Okay. Watch and never get sick of. Crazy Rich Asians would probably be up there for me. Yep. Um, a Cinderella story probably up there for me. Just like lighthearted, easy to follow. I would say that would be the type of yep. movie for me. Um. Oh, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Oh, that's a good one. That's a very yeah. good one. And like the, I would say like I like these movies a lot, a lot. But like, I have other movies I like a lot, but I wouldn't be like, oh, I'd never get sick of them. I know. Like, I'm a big sci-fi girl. Like, I love Hunger Games. I love Divergent. But I don't know if I could watch those movies like day in and day out. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. I like Hunger Games. I mean, some people probably don't think it's that intense compared to what they watch. But that, I mean, I I can watch one and then I need a minute. No, I, you might have, you might need to get a little bit of, um, reading into your, um, threshold for violence. If you are able to watch the hunger games, like 24 seven, that makes me a little scared. I agree. Um, dare I say a red okay. flag, Just dare I say a red flag is if you watch hunger games every day. <laughs> oh. Um, okay. This is one that I really like. And you know what? We've kind of talked about this before on our baking Instagram lives back in the in the summer. So the real fans will maybe fast forward through this a bit. But um, Ooh, okay. would you rather would you rather be married to a ten with no personality slash bad personality, or a six with an incredible personality? Which, to be honest, I just want to put this out there. I don't love referring to people as a five, a six, a ten, like. I am fully aware that that is very derogatory, but for the sake of the podcast and for the simplicity, yeah. you're willing to reduce someone to a number. Okay. Well, I'm not thinking of anybody right now, but yes. Uh, okay. Well, maybe I am. Maybe I am actually. And I think you know who I'm thinking of, but we'll talk about that after. Okay. This answer is really obvious. It's not going to shock any- anyone. I'm definitely a pro personality as a six. I think recently I had an experience where I thought someone was really cute and their personality sucked and they got very unattractive for me quickly. So I 
I think it's vice versa. You know, you always hear personality makes them cuter. I think it's also the other way around. So if someone's personality is great, they're just going to keep getting cuter to you, you know? Yeah, totally agree. I feel like you can't, if you have no personality, you're going to be a 10 for about one second. And then as soon as you start talking, you're, you're going down the scale. So for sure, a six, a six with a lot of personality. I mean, it's a no brainer to me. I think that if you're finding yourself in this question, like a 10 with no personality is a no brainer. Like that's what I'm doing. I would challenge yourself to be like, what does that look long-term? Because this, the question says, would you rather be married? You would rather be married to someone with no personality. That sounds like a horrible life. Absolutely not. I mean, I hope I, I, I feel like you have to be married to someone that you're like, you think is more fun than you. Yeah, I completely agree. Or you're just going to be sad. Yeah. So I'm glad we agree on that. If you disagree, maybe do some soul searching. Um, okay, Sam, pick a question. I feel like I've been really going for it. Uh, oh, okay. Actually, this one's kind of good. Would you rather everything that you think be in like a bubble above your head so everyone can read what you're thinking or everything that you do be live streamed? This is so hard. I was really not prepared for you to answer this. I just have like a lot of questions to this question. Like, where is the live stream? Because if this just like, like in Times Square, or is this just like, you have to search the URL and like be looking for it? Because oh my gosh, you really thought this through. URL? Okay, you know what I'm talking about? One Tree Hill, where Peyton has a live stream? The webcam. Absolutely, I do. Because if it's like that, then I'm saying live stream because no one cares what I'm doing. No one, if I had a webcam in my room, no one would be watching it. That's what I was going to say. I think I'm like live stream. I am also in that boat. I think. I want the least revealing thing. And I, for some reason, feel like a live stream would be way better because the thoughts that come into my head, I'm like, yee, I would not want anyone to know that. I don't even know why I thought of that. So I think that the live stream would be less exposing. I was thinking it was more of like a Peyton Sawyer thing too, where like you could tune in to whatever Monica was doing at that moment. Yeah, I think my thoughts are way sketchier than my actions most of the time. (laughs) And I'm not saying I'm having sketchy thoughts, but you you get it. Well, I mean, everybody has sketchy thoughts. Let's let's throw an example of Sam's thoughts that she probably wouldn't have preferred to be shared out loud. Here we go. Yeah. So we we were all at dinner the other night, hanging out in Columbus. And a girl at the table, shout out Allison Webb, someone who has already been on the podcast. No one has any idea that this happened. So this is Allison. Yeah, this is very exposing. So Allison orders chicken wings and they get put on the table. And the rest of us had ordered like fingerling potatoes as a side. Like I ordered them, a few others did. And Sam like whispers to herself when the chicken wings get sat on the table. She goes, I cannot breathe. 
she goes, oh my gosh, are those the fingerling potatoes? Those look awesome. And I, and you guys know me, for the first time, I was speechless in my life. I was like, you've got to be kidding. And so instead of having her project that to the entire group, like I knew she was going to do in about three seconds, I leaned over and I said, Sam, those are chicken wings. Please don't say what you just said to the group. And that was that. And she didn't. And she laughed and said, I'm sorry. I said, you don't need to apologize. Just like use your common sense. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Yeah, I did not. I don't even think that I knew I said it out loud. So when Monica turned to me and said, Sam, I'm going to protect you right now. Don't say what you just said out loud. I was a little taken aback. Um, and then upon further examination, they were for sure chicken wings and not potatoes. Just like specifically um, fingerling potatoes just makes it so much worse for some reason. <laughs> it's yeah, I have nothing to say for myself. You were a really good friend in that moment. You could have been like, you idiot, which is what you do most of the time. So that was also surprising that you. That's true. I mean, that, like we talked about, that comment would have been accepted and it would have been fine, but it's just one of those things that's funny. Yeah. Um, thanks for letting me expose you. Anytime. Um, I really want to ask this um, genetics question. So kind of if you took AP Psych in high school, shout out to you, nature versus nurture, the classic controversy. So the question that we have is, are personalities genetic or are they um, developed out of your environment? Which is kind of tricky because you hear all the time, like, oh my gosh, you're just like your dad or you're just like your mom. Like you've said, I'm just like my mom multiple times. And I've said, you're just like your dad multiple times. Mm -hmm. And I'd never think about like, oh, is that nature versus nurture? Like, I don't really know. Right. I would like you to go first personally. I think personalities are almost like almost all environmental. I feel like, yes, you could be like your mom because you're her daughter, but it's probably because you've been around her a lot and you pick up on her traits. But like, I think you, a lot of people become like their friends and stuff like that too. I think it's environment. Yeah. What do you think? I think it's environment too. The thing that I think might be genetic, I don't know if genetics is the right word. The thing that I think might not be environment is whether you're an extrovert or an introvert. Because I feel like, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Personality. Exactly. And like, how did they learn that in three seconds? I don't know. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's very interesting to observe my actions and then think about, holy crap, my dad would do that. Or like my mom would do that. It's kind of embarrassing. I think, I think it is an, it's a environmental thing because what you said, what you're around your parents and your friends, mm -hmm. my grandma almost, almost always told me this quote. She was like, you are who you are because of the books you read and the people you surround yourself with. And I think that's so true because I've gone through phases with hanging out with people that I should not have been my primary people. And I was so like confused as to why I started acting certain ways and saying certain things. And then I realized it's because the people I was around were doing that. And I, that's what I was around all the time. So I just camouflaged into that environment. Yeah. Have you ever experienced that Sam? Yes, the person that came to mind is our friend Christy. 
Like she always has really weird phrases. And when she first starts saying them, everyone's like, what are you saying? And then two weeks later, the whole friend group's using them. And that, that's probably my favorite example. And I would say that's the most positive example because now you've experienced this too. You get other people to use her phrases and you always have to give credit where credit's due. For example, I'm scared. Everyone I know uses I'm scared. Or just class. Or girls, girls. Girls, girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my coworkers used skirt the other day and I felt honored. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what skirt is, that's weird because I say it on the podcast all the time, but skirt is to the equivalent of scared. Um, just so we're all clear. A slang version of scared. A slang version. Oh, that got me. Okay. Now, Sam, I would love for you to ask this question, um, mostly because you were very adamant about neither answer being okay. The one about where you'd like to spend the rest of your life. Go ahead. Oh, yes. Would you rather your new permanent home be a sailboat or an RV? For me, Uh, both both are horrible, horrible (laughs) options. Okay, but you have to pick, like it's a life or death situation. Uh, if I had to pick, um, I mean, probably an RV. Ew. You'd rather be on a boat? What if there's some horrible storm and it starts taking on water? Bruh. And your room is underneath. You're literally living in the, in the waves. I am just picturing a really bougie sailboat from like, I don't even know what movie I'm thinking of. Someone's like more bougie than Mamma Mia. Yeah. yeah. I'm picturing like a really bougie sailboat, not a yacht, but a bougie sailboat where someone is hired to do the, everything for me and I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, if I'm in like a bougie sailboat on calm waters on some coast, that's what you're picturing with a sailboat. With an RV, I do understand what you're saying. I'm picturing like being in the middle of a campsite in the middle of the woods. But honestly, both both just sound so horrible long-term. If I have to do one night, maybe a sailboat, I, I, it both sounds so awful. It's like hard for me to even think of these scenarios. I can't. Um, guys, she's actually stressed out. I think when I think RV, I just think of the movie RV, which is just like a very comical movie, but also so many tragic things happen, like weird sewage problems. And like, how do you, oh, wait, how do you shower in a sailboat? I don't know. Probably the ocean water. That's disgusting. I don't like salt water, which I know doesn't make sense with my answer. I might, I might have to ponder this one a bit more. You can side with me if you want both horrible options. I literally told you, you weren't allowed to answer that way. So I would not want to go back on my word. Okay. Well, I refuse. Okay. No one's shocked as this is Sam's personality, strong-willed. Um, well, you know, Sam, I think we're coming to the end of our time together and we got through a lot of good questions. I mean, we really almost got through all of them. Um, the last question that I'll ask you is everyone's favorite question that happens at the end of every podcast. 
what's in the queue for you, sister? Well, don't um, you want to go first? Yes, I was going to go first. Jeez, you think just because you're basically family to me, I was going to make you go first? That would be so poorly host. No, um, I, well, you said what's in the queue for you, sister. So you were clearly prompting me, but I'm not ready. I don't know. I'm purposely not going to cut this out because the people need to see the way you treat me. Okay, so <laughs> um, what's in the queue for me? Let's see. Okay, this is going to be actually hilarious and very hypocritical from a podcast we recorded a few months ago. So my grandmother decided that we are going to do the turkey trot at Thanksgiving which is not shocking. You know, we always do it, but I thought there may be a chance we wouldn't this year. Yes, we are one of those families. So I'm aware of the stereotypes and I will accept it. Um, so your girl, since the last time she shared about running has really taken a hiatus. And so we are back on a training program to be able to run a 5k and not die. You know, like I would like the 5k to be easy, not like, wow, I'm barely going to make it to the end. So that's what's in the queue for me is a lot of running um, because it gets dark out at like 5 p.m. now. I'll probably be on the elliptical a bit, which I don't like. I'm an outdoor runner. So that's kind of what's in the queue for me. If you're slow and run short distances, feel free to reach out. I'd love to run with you. Hmm. Um, Sam, go ahead. Oh, that was good, Mom. Um, I will give you what's in the queue for me maybe tomorrow because that's just like what's coming to mind. So I had a lot of friends stay with me this past weekend and then some friends extended trips longer, stayed all week, which was absolutely incredible. So now I'm just kind of alone after a lot of things happening. So I'm just going to have a really chill day tomorrow. Um, booked myself some things to treat myself just gonna chill and getting <laughs> North Star takeout with some friends before this little like welcome home party we're having for someone that just moved into Columbus. So yeah, basically that's what I'm doing tomorrow. If anyone wants to tag along, feel free. Um, by treating herself, she's getting a facial. I feel like that was kind of ominous. Oh yeah. Well, I feel like I wish you would have let people wonder. <laughs> Okay, sorry. I've always wanted to get a facial, so maybe I'll have to treat myself to one of those too. Um, well, everyone, well, everyone, I hope you really enjoyed the podcast. This has been a treat. Sam is a obviously an OG and very core supporter um, of the podcast, so having her on was awesome. I hope this really entertained you guys of us bantering about questions that do and don't matter. I hope that you came up with your own answers. Um, Sam, do you have a, a last phrase you'd like to lead the people with? I feel like you'd love to inspire someone today. It is what it is. Are you kidding? <laughs> We're definitely ending it now. Well, everyone, thank you for tuning in to this very, um, I, I don't know how to say a hodgepodge episode, um, different than what we normally do, but sometimes you just need a little change up, you know? So get out there, give a little walk, rake some leaves, bake a little pumpkin thing before the pumpkin season is gone. 
and don't play too many video games and don't post too many individual selfies in one post. I guess that's what we'll leave them with. Break some leaves. I don't know. Jump in a pile. I haven't done that in forever. I'm not going to do that. I just pictured myself jumping in a pile. <laughs> okay. Um, and on that note, we love you guys and we'll see you next week. Over and out. There's a lovely thing to do.